Happy Hump Day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsburg. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. And, oh my God. You know, pretty. Oh, yeah. Look at that. What's going on there? I don't know. Get you some, Didn't some, hair, <clears throat> some hair jelly, a little Dapper Dan in your life. Yeah, a little, little uh, pomade wouldn't kill me today, would it? So, no, just uh, kind of cruising into cruising into the holiday, trying to finish up a few things at work while also making lists for the liquor store slash stuff I need for my Bloody Mary bar slash stuff I need to make uh, my Beef Wellington. So, the important things in life, yes, we will beef be. Beef Wellington, uh, you say? The Wellington is happening. I just found out, as that I told the fanciest Drew, sounding dish. I told Drew that he's like, yeah, my dad makes beef Wellington every year for Christmas, but he makes he takes uh, little fillets and makes individual ones, which that's kind of fun too. So I'll be cooking up a storm this weekend, drinking up a storm, betting up a storm, and hopefully there's no storm because I don't feel like clearing any snow from my driveway. I'd like it to be a brown Christmas. I'm a hundred percent fine with that. My kids are my kids are pissed. They love sledding and playing in the snow. And we had like a foot of snow almost, and then it's it's gone. It's all melted. It was like sixty five degrees two days later. So brown Christmas here. Um, yes, the over forty minus two oh nine in the Philly game cash last night. Somebody got a little squirrely with the uh, betting the goofy alt totals by accident in the stream. It's fun doing a double halftime last night. Went one and one two days in a row, so just kind of juicing out. Done half like one, one and one. You guys called that you would lose Seattle by half a point. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm calling that a win. <laughs> that was a tough game. True to accuracy. Pass. True accuracy. That's a win. True accuracy uh, for the win on that one. But yeah, that was a tough one. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Did you have any takeaways from the NBA last night or the current situation? You know, again, we continue to kind of chug along. I mean, the injury report today is hilarious. Um, if you pull it up, I think like the average team, the team average for players in the injury report is like seven or something goofy like that. I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit. It looks like there's another game that was already postponed. Again, we just keep chugging along. We are starting to see some interesting signings. Lance Stevenson signed, as Dan mentioned in the chat there. ISO Joe is back in our lives. Um, just a lot of fun. I can't wait to see who else kind of pops up here. So, you know, again, we're kind of chugging along, take it slow, try to stick to the unders. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know what time this starts. There's actually basketball going on right now. There's two more games that start in about a half hour. There's three more games at 1 p.m. Eastern. There's a bunch of 1 p.m. games. It's, it's basically... We're on, we're on holiday break at this point. I don't even know why I'm working. I'm not sure why I'm even doing the show today. But uh, off the bat, we do have a bowl game. It's not going to be a day bowl game like we've been blessed with the past couple of days. This is an evening one. This is uh, the Armed Force Bowls. This will be 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. Army, if you looked at this early, like 10 days ago, you probably saw this. And Army was like a field goal favorite. Yeah, Missouri has a bunch of. Uh, people that I'm playing, they don't give a shit. Their motivation was already low. Their best players now out. I believe he was not only, um, not only their best rusher, but I think he might have been like one of their leading receivers. Like their offense is out. They're the the guy who is their offense is out. So this has jumped up a few points. Wouldn't probably recommend betting Army at this higher number, um, unless you want to bet on a service academy to cover a touchdown. Have, I mean, what, what kind of motivation can you possibly have here? If you've ever watched like these service academies play football, like if you're on the defensive line, you're just getting cut blocked for an hour. 
you know, in these 20 play drives where they run, you know, this triple option shit all over your ass. So it's not, a, <clears throat> nobody wants to go do this. What, two days before Christmas? No, I mean, so. you got everybody kind of checking out. Like you said, I think this was around a field goal or so. When we talked to Felica. I may or may not have parlayed Army in this game with Army yeah. in the Army Navy game that uh, didn't necessarily work out in the first half. But I look at, I like what you're saying. I'm trying to see if I can find some alt spreads here. Like, what can we get? Like, I don't know. Could we get like Army minus 13 and a half or something? I'm only seeing eight Army minus eight and a half plus 120. I'm going to poke around and see if I can find some alt spreads because I, I think you're right. If this gets out of hand, it really gets out of hand. Missouri's missing a lot of guys, and it's just, it's got to be awful to play Army in this spot. I mean, because they don't care. They're going to come out and just run you over. And then uh, I just saw damn screenshot of that picture of my hair, damn it. Um, yeah, and uh, I read Dan's article. Dan wrote a little preview for this piece. If you want to see that, it's up over at BetSperts. You've got eight hours before this game starts anyway. So I did read that, and he did mention Missouri's defense against the run isn't good anyway. Army was always going to have a decent day on the ground, now more so probably with that team in a tough situational spot. No take on the total. You know, the Army-Navy goes under, game goes under. It doesn't mean this game has to go under. So keep an eye on that. Have fun if you bet it. I'm staying away from that. I'm already down money on Turkish football this morning. God. God. <laughs> playing no. up a man for like 40 minutes, playing up two men for the last five minutes, couldn't get me the push. Sivaspor, dead to me. I'm not, uh, I'm not I'm one of the better sure. defenses in the league. And they gave up a shorthanded goal, essentially. But I uh, will jump over to the association. I'll let you lead off the basketball. The basketball takes for today. You had a you had one more play than this. I thought. What? Uh, what was it? Three plays or two, Alex? What's going on? It was three plays. That's very good foreshadowing. A nice little segue into a reminder: the Raptors game has been postponed. The Raptors. Um, I'm actually trying to remember who they were supposed to play. I believe it was the American Milwaukee team, Bucks. I forget, honestly. It's But who cares? It doesn't matter. The game has been postponed. I'm sorry, it was the Bulls. Yes, it was your Bulls. That's kind of why I thought you would know that. We we're supposed to have Bulls-Raptors tonight. Again, that game has been postponed. Good the news NBA for the Raptors. Can... Yeah, that's right. Good news for the Raptors. It wasn't going to be good. I mean, the play was um, a Raptors team total under 100 and a half. Um, I didn't think they were going to be able to get into the 90s. I wouldn't be surprised if we have another game maybe that gets postponed. The injury report is just ridiculous. Uh, you're looking at six, seven guys per team. Some teams have as many as 10 guys on the list there. I think we're in danger of a couple more games getting postponed. We'll see. Again, overall, I like that the NBA is continuing to try to kind of chug along. They continue to play as many games as they can while you know they've got teams to play they are doing everything they can to protect the christmas game so it's, it's starting to get pretty noticeable christmas teams are definitely getting their games postponed and you know that's nice i like to see basketball on christmas but i think if we can get through this hopefully it won't be so bad and we don't have to take a break but no raptors game tonight andy your bulls don't lose again never do never will couple spots for us um, clippers minus six this is interesting um, when I put this in, it was, I got minus six. It was at minus seven. I'm looking now. The Clippers are minus five and a half. So some movement here. It looks like you have a chance to grab a little bit of better number than I did. Um, I just think this is a really nice spot for the Clippers. Again, this is another game that might be postponed. The Sacramento Kings have just a hilariously large list of players that are questionable or out or things like that. So I don't believe either of these teams play on Christmas. So, you know, again, we don't have that angle, but there just might not be enough bodies, honestly, to put on the floor. If there are, Paul George is back. 
back. The Clippers continue to play solid basketball. This Kings team is just an absolute mess. So I don't mind laying, you know, six points. I have this out closer to eight, almost nine myself. So six is good. Again, if you look around right now, I think I see some five and a halfs. Congratulations. You did better than me. Hopefully it doesn't end up mattering, but I like the Clippers to win by a lot. And then another team total that we did have a chance to bet the Rockets under 107 and a half. This is the team playing the Bucks. The Bucks coming off back-to-back losses here. Generally, it's a very good bounce-back team. There is no Giannis, but the rest of the team is generally uh, pretty healthy here. So I expect a very strong defensive effort. The Houston Rockets, it's a bad rest spot for them. It looks like Christian Wood is going to miss the game tonight. And, you know, all those things add up to a really low number here for the Rockets. Again, much happier if Christian Wood is out. If he's in, I have this at like 106. If he's out, it gets down to like 104, almost 103 as I start to tweak some things. So still an edge either way, but let's keep our fingers crossed. Hope Mr. Wood takes the night off so he can play tomorrow. And the Milwaukee Bucks should have a great defensive sewing. So Clippers minus six, Rockets team total under 107 and a half. Word up. I'm down. Do we have, are there games every day until Christmas? Are there supposed yeah. to be at least? That's what I thought. I didn't know if they took a break. College basketball gets a little weird. They're oh, let the kids go home and have Christmas, like Christmas Eve. Families. I can't remember if they yeah. take Christmas Eve off. There might be a day in there, you're right, where there's no games. But as far as I know, again, everything's fine. I haven't heard anything about pausing the schedule. Again, Adam Silver continues to be pretty bullish and, and straightforward about it. We're, we're going to keep playing games. It looks like Christmas Eve. They take Christmas Eve off, so we'll get a day there. But, uh, yeah, it's, we'll see. I mean, maybe they'll pause the season. I, I don't know. The NFL kind of changed the rules and they continue to move forward. I, I think the NBA would like to get this season done and hopefully get back to some sort of a rhythm so we can get a real off season for these guys. So, again, chugging along is better than pausing, in my opinion. We changed the rules, too. We're not coming in on Friday. It's going to be an off day for us as well. So one more show this week, just tomorrow. Bring Felica in. We're going to talk some college uh, football and a few other things with him. Um, college football, college basketball. That was barely a segue. That was just me saying four words. But college hoops every day, every day, every day. Howard, rough push for me last night. A couple of uh, a couple of ugly ones right at the end where there was some fouling that didn't go my way. I was hoping for a plus money day. Didn't work out. I think it was three, four, and one or uh, I, uh, did I bet nine games? There was a push in there. Something like that. It was, uh, it was, was a cancellation. A, yeah. And this is where I stand. And again, I hope the way, the way I bet you hope for those big days, those 11 and four days, that's what I need because the, the days where I lose are always, and I, I hopefully I can maintain this. This is kind of how I set things up with the, some of these higher variance dogs where you don't end up having like a one and eight day. I can't have those. It doesn't work out for me. It, just, it breaks my brain also. So hopefully losing days continue to be just very minor losing days. And hopefully get back on the uh, the old wagon today with a bunch of underdogs. Uh, although my favorites have been winning. When I have been a, betting a favorite, they have been trucking. And uh, like I said yesterday, if you wanted to make up a little bit of ground, you could have bet Manhattan just plus 120 instead of taking the points. They did win outright over the host the citadel today a few though longwood plus six and a half taking on abilene christian 
I consider Longwood to have the much better offense in this. And yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a rough schedule so far for them. And by rough, I mean, they haven't played anyone outside of playing Iowa in the first game. So real low strength of schedule for Longwood. Sometimes it helps things along, but Abilene's isn't that much better. And I have Longwood as the better offense here, getting six and a half points. Liberty is taking on Northern Iowa. I believe every one of these dogs is an away game. Liberty will be playing in, uh, you know, wherever the hell, what is it, Cedar? Cedar Falls, I think we're going to call that. That sounds right. Cedar sounds Rapids right. is a movie. Cedar Rapids is actually a very good movie. I enjoy that a lot. Northern <laughs> Iowa, um, I'm not going to talk much about why I bet the game. I bet the game because I think Northern Iowa should be the dog. Northern Iowa has a very weird statistical oddity, though. They're like bottom uh, 10, bottom 15 in the in the entire world as far as offensive rebounding percentage, as far as not getting their offensive rebounds on uh, any any semblance of their possessions, but they're number one in the country as far as not letting other teams get their offensive rebounds. I don't understand that. You think height is height and working your way in either lane. I know they're different skill sets, but I don't know. Either way, that bothered me a little. And yeah, Liberty and Northern Iowa are pretty close. They're both slow-paced teams. This should be a low-scoring game. Hopefully that helps the dog out a little bit. Um, the third one is Portland, the Pilots. They're taking on UC Davis. This should be a much higher scoring game. These are a little faster paced teams. Portland, number one free throw shooting team in the country. 83% as a team. What? That's pretty good. Also just a nice enough offense. These are both decent offenses, but UC Davis turns the ball over a little much for my liking. And I think uh, some extra possessions are getting inside the 10. Uh, North Dakota, North Dakota State, grudge match. This will not be in Grand Forks. It will be in Fargo, like the movie. The Bison will host this. They're a big favorite. You know, they're, they're a team that's made the tournament. North Dakota's uh, the worser of the two teams. Uh, from the – is there a name for the South North Dakota? Like, you know, the, the Keystone State, Alex. The t- oh, 10, the North Dakota lakes. nickname. Interesting. Yeah, I have. I just completely blanked out on that one. Hey, go to South Dakota and go up. Yeah, it's it's like uh, well, South Dakota is the, the Mount Rushmore state or whatever. Uh, either way, North Dakota State does not force turnovers. North Dakota Flicker State tail is not state. the what? The Flicker Tail State. Wait a minute. Hold on. I like that. That sounds. I like that, that sounds, quite a bit. That sounds the real Peace nice. Peace Garden State. Very interesting. Peace Garden. Like Peace Garden is for sure. So so before, there you go. Yeah. Both, both kind of bad offenses. There's just some things about North Dakota that don't, um, especially a little. North Dakota State's a slow-paced team too. That doesn't give me a lot of uh, a lot of reasons to think they can cover the 18 here, even at home. It's not a big travel spot. Another later game, I would assume this one's played later since it's West Coast. You see, so this is San Diego, and there's a little bit of confusion there. I, and I typed this up, so I don't blame Dan. I blame me. It's UC San Diego. I keep forgetting there's a third San Diego team. There's San Diego. <laughs> okay, so so there's San Diego, the Toreros. Mm-hmm. There's San Diego State, the Aztecs. And there was a third team that was added, and it's UC San Diego. They're in La Jolla, which I went to when I was out there. Beautiful, beautiful neighborhood. The Tritons. They're taking on crosstown rival San Diego State, who is a very good team. It's a top 50 team. Uh, and UC Davis is a decent offense, though. It's a much better offense than you would expect out of a team 
that far down the totem pole and sitting in the Big West Conference, which is not a very good conference outside of like uh, Irvine sometimes. So getting 16, I like that a lot there. Missouri State, another <laughs> the Bears. Yeah, this one's just the Bears. I know this one. They're taking on St. Mary's. This is a, still a non-conference play. St. Mary's, this is kind of the same play I just said. St. Mary's is a very good team. They're in the West Coast Conference. It's a top 50 team. They run a really slow-ass pace, though. This is another one where I'd love a dog to keep this close the whole time just because the pace is super slow. And Missouri State, kind of low-key, a real good offense. So I'm more than happy to take them at a dog. I think they have a decent chance to win this. Uh, the last two are totals. I did have a third total. It got canceled. Fairly Dickinson not happening today. Chattanooga mocks over 138.5. This is a very slow-paced team. That's why this total is a little lower. I had this a lot higher. They're taking on Middle Tennessee, which is a fast-paced team. If they're able to get the pace up in this game, uh, these offenses should honestly maybe get towards 150. And then uh, Houston over 120. My other one was an under. My under went away. Houston over. Houston is a very, very good team. In fact, it's a top 10 offense. I got bit by this one time. I bet this the other week with someone. It's a top 10 offense, but it's a top 10 defense too. That's how these games stay under. They win this game by like 40 and that turns into a problem. I believe they're favored by about 20 or so. <clears throat> so if Texas State doesn't contribute, that's how this stays under. But the fact is they have Cincinnati on the horizon um, right after the Christmas break. Basically, like they do have a top five defense, but are you excited about playing uh, super high defense against a shitty team you're going to beat by 22 days before Christmas when you get Cincinnati on the horizon? Not a true look ahead, but I don't know if I would. I'd be clamped down as hell as I'm ready to get off campus and get back to home to have a, maybe have some turkey with my mom. And Texas State actually has a very good offense. They shoot the free throws good. They shoot the three ball very well. 36% as a team. So I love the over in this. Probably my favorite total of the day. And that's it. I'll have more every day. I'm going to be honest. I wasn't paying attention. I've been reading about Flicker Tales and the Flicker Tales state. This is really fascinating. Yeah. Apparently in North Dakota in 1953, they suggested being the Flicker Tales state. They have some sort of ground squirrels, the Richardson ground squirrel that walks around all weird. And it's the official state march of North Dakota. That's your fact of the day. The Flicker Tail March, the official state march. <laughs> I like the march of the sugar plum fairies. I know. It's nutcracker season. I don't know if it's nutcracker season. I don't like ballet, but I will go to the nutcracker. It's the best. It's good music. And I, I right. love Fantasia too. I'll say right. that. I was right going to say, they play the Fantasia afraid. soundtrack. It's awesome. It's basically, yeah, it's basically like the Pink Floyd laser <laughs> show, but with Fantasia and little kids dressed as rats. So um, I didn't bet much for football yet. Uh, we made a point on the deep dive last night saying, hey, normally we're here on a Wednesday and we've only had a one, one and a half injury reports. We're doing this on a Tuesday. Four teams had not even played yet. We didn't have very any injury reports at all so we took it pretty easy Hit a lot of leans a little shorter episode if you do listen to the deep dive as a podcast um you know that's uh it's out it's out already by the way spoiler alert we did it a little early but we didn't bet a lot i don't know alex if you've taken a look at this i kind of i rounded up some of the teaser legs it's a decent teaser weekend some of these are a little ugly. I think my favorite out of these, and I'm just going to rattle them off for the podcast listeners. I feel bad. I did a shitty job of saying what numbers I bet in the uh, in the college basketball games again. 
follow me on Betsworks, they're all in there. But Jags plus two and a half, Bills plus two and a half, Ravens plus two, two and a half, Packers minus seven and a half, down to seven in a few places, Eagles minus ten and a half, Chargers minus nine and a half. My favorite, favorite, favorite out of those is the Bills plus two and a half for sure. Yeah. And I, I do have to find some partners for that. I don't know if you've looked at this at all. I looked at it a little bit, but I'm of the mindset that kind of this week, this last week taught us, honestly, you know, I think it's something you guys mentioned, maybe it was the midweek show or the early week show, but let's not try to hunt down some CLV here. Maybe this isn't the most efficient market in the world, given how all this stuff is going to change. So as dumb as it sounds, I'm waiting until Saturday or Sunday to bet the NFL at this point. We don't know who's going to be there, what's going to get moved around. I mean, it worked out for Eagles betters, but you had to be absolutely sick to grab the absolute right number early in the week, be sitting there looking pretty on Saturday, Sunday. Oh, and now it's Tuesday, and you're basically back to where you were. I mean, again, it worked out, but I have no interest in betting anything till I mean, Friday, Saturday, when these things start to firm up a little bit. I mean, like you said, you guys didn't bet too much. I mean, did you actually get any bets down? I'm sorry, I didn't have a chance to listen yet. No, we had a total. I think we have one total. Other than that, no, everything was pretty much just uh, the old – it's the old Twitter trick. These are leans. These are leans. If they hit, I'm going to post an emoji quote-tweeting it saying, oh, who made money with me? And if they don't hit, it never happened. It was a, <laughs> it was a, it was a figment of your imagination. Oh, that was like a bugger. And it was nice. We got some – you know what was nice about doing an early deep dive? Mm. You get the French crowd in there because it's not too late. You get the Julian Skyfishes of the world giving us cognac and mushroom like recommendations. Mm-hmm. Leg Show says his best bets are Green Bay minus seven. I don't lo- I don't hate that. And Jets minus two and a half. And like had Patrick Patrick bet the Lions right before golf was announced out. So he and that that's the other thing too. When we said this, and, um, maybe my little uh, what did John Stewart used to do? The moment of Zen at the end. Yeah, moment of zen. Moment of zen. Like Alex just said it perfectly too. You you pump the brakes on this week. I think maybe with NBA too. If you're if you're a guy that bets in the morning in the NBA, maybe some of these games, not all of them. It's case by case. Take your time. Wait to get the news. Because with the NFL, they they switch the rules on us. We don't know. Like Jared Goff might play. They might just say, oh, he was vaccinated. He popped positive, but we changed the rules. You know, if he has one negative now and he's not symptomatic, it's it, it takes a lot less to become eligible again. Basically, the only people who aren't going to play are then if you're non-vaxxed, like Beasley, unvaxxed. Is it the Redskins? Uh, sorry, the, the Washington football team quarterback situation. I'm finally going to stop doing that at some point. The Washington football team quarterback situation yesterday. I mean, I got in the car for a little while just listening to talk radio because I, I got to hear a bunch of Eagles fans go, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. Heineke's going to be fine. And oh, they were all freaked out. I mean, you're dealing with stuff like that. I mean, they were in Washington at 4 o'clock to take tests knowing that it's a half an hour private flight. Like, if the quarterback could change three hours before game time, what are we doing? Like, this is yeah. a mess. Pump said breaks. <clears throat> Take it easy. We'll be back here tomorrow, huh? See right, you guys. We'll figure out something. Don't worry. <laughs>